welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. Today, we're going to talk about how to approach God without complicating ourselves. Through time, man has created a mystery around the way to approach God. We can easily say that religion has been the biggest burden for us to approach God in the right way. But it was Jesus in chapter 7 of the Gospel of Mark that explained to us why religion has contaminated our ways to find God. It says, verse uh, 6 of the chapter 7 of the Gospel of Mark, As it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. How bathed in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And this is where we got to pay attention. It was Jesus himself who gave us the warning to be aware when people want to create commandments of God from doctrines they invent. Nothing is farther from God's truth than all this series of practices that you will see in different religions about how to reach Christ. The truth of the matter is, Christ wants to have a direct relationship with you. He doesn't want to make it complicated in any way. And when we read our Bibles, we're going to find, for example, if you go to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, and Jesus is teaching about how to pray, he says, just go into your chamber, private chamber, your bedroom, lock the door and pray. There's no need to go anywhere else. Now, for centuries, religion has tried to complicate our way to God, our way to Christ. But when we go to our Bible and we read about Jesus Christ's ministry, we definitely can see that he didn't want any of the flamboyance that you see today in certain church about their leaders. He was not um, seeking his glory, but the glory for the kingdom of God. Well, today I want to share with you a story that we can find in the second book of Kings, chapter 5, about a very famous general of Syria, with the name of Naaman. Naaman, according to chapter um, 5, verses 1 through 14 of the second book of Kings, Naaman was a very important general of the Syrian army back in the days. And not only was uh, not only he was a very important general, but he was a favorite of his king. So here, the Bible is explaining to us that even 
a very important person meets God. Why? Because when we read the uh, first verse, we're going to read that it says, but he was what? A leper. And you know, leprosy was a horrible disease back then. And Naaman had everything we could wish for. Fame, money, power. But he had leper. So he was a leper, I'm sorry. So you got to think, even someone as powerful as Naaman was in the need of God. But let's see how he tried to approach God. So when we keep reading and we go to uh, verse 2, we're going to see that one of his mates told his uh, Naaman's wife that there was a prophet in Samaria that was going to be uh, that was able to cure Naaman from his leprosy so god did not use a royal messenger did not use another king as a messenger but just a simple mate and she brought the good news to the house of Naaman we keep reading the story and we're going to see that Naaman went in front of his king the king of Syria, most powerful king at the time. And the king told him, hey, Naaman, don't you worry, just go. And you can read all this in your Bibles. Uh, verse 4 through uh, basically 7, it says that the king told Naaman, hey, Naaman, just go, do whatever you got to do to get yourself healed. I'm going to give you the equivalent of $4 million of today's money so you can go and get yourself cured. But not only that, I'm going to give you a letter where I'm uh, writing to the king of Israel, telling him, telling him uh, and commanding from him that he has to heal your leprosy. Well, you know what happened? The, when the king of Israel opened the letters, he basically went crazy and yelled, Who am I? Am I God to cure leprosy? I wonder if the king of Syria is looking for trouble and he just want to put me in, a, in an impossible situation just to invade us. Truth of the matter is that the king of Israel became very afraid. He turned his dresses apart. It was customary back then. And... Those actions were known by Elijah. It says on verse 8 that when Elijah heard that the king of Israel turned his dresses, basically he told him, listen, send the general to my house and I will deal with him because there is a prophet of God in Israel. So the king of Israel, very happy, sent uh, Naaman to Elijah's house. And you want to know what happened? Elijah told, not even Elijah, Elijah sent one of his servants to tell the famous general Naaman, go and submerge yourself seven times in the Jordan River. I want you to imagine what I'm trying to describe to you. 
Naaman, most powerful general of the Syrian army, with probably 50 or 100 soldiers with him, with carriages and horses, goes to Elijah's house, and Elijah refused to see him, and just send, his, send one of his servants and to tell the general, just go to the Jordan River and submerge yourself seven times. The first reaction of Naaman was basically bitter. He got upset and he yelled, Who do you think I am? I am Naaman the general. Uh, I thought the prophet was going to come out of his home and do something amazing and heal me. Well, that's basically what we think when we want to approach God that there has to be something amazing, something outstanding for us to be able to reach God. But no, in Naaman's case, this servant came out and basically told Naaman, hey, sir, just go and submerge yourself seven times. Naaman even said, you know what? There are most beautiful, uh, there are most beautiful rivers in Syria. So why should I go to the Jordan River? But once again, one of his assistants, someone that was not royalty, talked to Naaman and basically brought him to his senses and told him, listen, if you were willing to do something extraordinary, why don't why you're not willing to do something simple? Just go and submerge yourself. And let's see what happens. And that's the way God wants to be approached. God is only asking from us that we believe in our heart that he is the son of God and that he paid for our sins at the cross. That's it. He doesn't want anything complicated. He just want to have a direct relationship with us where we read every day our Bibles, where we pray every day, and no fancy buildings or anything like that. Well, you know what happened to Naaman? I want to finish this story by telling you. He was totally healed. His skin was like the skin of a baby after he did what God asked him to do through his prophet. Well, that's the proposal God has for us. If we believe in our hearts that He is the Son, that Christ is the Son of God, that Christ is our Savior, we accept the gift that He gave us when He sacrificed His life at the cross to pay for our sins. He's going to give us a new life. We're going to be clean as a newborn that has just taken his first bath. So take this opportunity to examine your life and ask this question. Do you want to be seen by God as a perfect creature? Well, the only thing you need to do is accept Christ in your heart and acknowledge that you have been a sinner and that you're asking him to pay for your sins. That's it.
if you wanna if you already have done it great invite others to do so but if you haven't this is the time god has chosen for you to repent to accept him in your heart so i'm gonna pray like if this is my first day accepting christ in my heart and you can repeat this prayer in your heart and from today on you will be a new creature This is what it means to be born again. You won't see any flashes or special lights going on. This is something that takes place in your heart and in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for allowing us so many examples in your Bible to understand that the only thing you want from us is to acknowledge who we are, that we are sinners, that we want to accept the gift of the cross. I want to ask you to come into my heart, give me a new life, and I want to accept the gift of salvation. Thank you for paying for my sins at the cross. And starting today, starting right now, Show me my path in this new life through the study of your word and my prayers. I ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friend, if you have decided to give your life to Christ today, you are starting the most exciting chapter of your life. A chapter where you're going to see miracle and a miracle and another miracle but also where you're going to see that financial problems, uh, family problems, health issues are not simply problems, are the opportunity to show to others that God lives in our heart. Have a blessed week, and we will see each other in our next episode of The Word of God by M., Please do not forget to send me your emails or a message through Instagram to the word of God by M if you uh, at gmail.com or the word of God by M on Instagram. Uh, send me your prayers requests. Send me if you have any special um, passage of the Bible that you want us to study. So whatever are your needs, just let me know. And uh, I will be more than happy to receive your messages. I have received messages from countries as far as Bangladesh, uh, Australia. I am in Las Vegas. Um, I'm originally from Costa Rica. That's why my English sometimes is not perfect. But thank you for your patience. God bless and see you next week.